Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. By now, in this, in this a normal service, the children would be through in the halls in their own groups. I might be up in the pulpit, ready to share something from God's Word, the Bible. And I'd be looking out over a congregation that I've grown to know and love over this last year. If I was looking down the front in the middle, I'd see Rena and May and Molly. I'd see Margaret and Kathy. Up the back would be Charles and Myra, Bill and Lena. And down the front, there'd be Fiona, as well as um, George and John and Tom and Bill. And then over in the corner, there'd be Robert and Jean. But here I am, having to self-isolate at home now. And it's a really strange experience, but, but doing this prompts me to think of you all, to think of the neighbours I would normally see. Just now, we're journeying towards Easter, and we're journeying with Jesus towards Jerusalem, focusing on three encounters Jesus had with Samaritan people, because that was really unexpected of Jesus, and you can hear more about that in the Tuesday evening sermon. Today's story is about the Good Samaritan. It's a story many of us have probably heard before. It's a story children might still hear in school today for religious and moral education. I wonder, boys and girls, have any of you ever seen or heard the story about the Good Samaritan? If you have, why not comment in the video just now, either at the bottom if you're using the app or along the side if you're watching on the website. So likely, we all feel we know what the story of the Good Samaritan is about. That we have to be a good neighbour. We have to look out for people who need our help. We have to love other people. And that's certainly one of the important things to take away because part of what Jesus showed us in his life was the importance of loving others as we love ourselves. So please, Sign up to help others by completing the online form or give us a call at the office and leave a message saying that you're willing to help. Or come help us deliver the Easter cards this afternoon or midweek between 10 and 12 in the morning. You can of course be calling up your neighbours, your friends or even calling up those people you would normally see in church. Let's be the best neighbours we can during this time and we can all do that from the little tots to our young people right up to our adult members. Just because we have to limit our face-to-face -face contact does not mean we cannot be good neighbours. And the more of us who join in, the more care and support there will be in our local community. But as I was reading the story this past week, I was thinking about the other characters in the story. Boys and girls, can, can you remember who the other characters were? There were two of them, can you remember? There was the p -p 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 priest, that's right. And the other one's a bit of a funny word, isn't it? It's the Levite, that's right. Now, did they go and help the man who was injured? Did they help? No, of course they, they didn't. They decided to walk past and leave him all alone. I've been wondering why they did that. Why did they just walk past? Jesus doesn't give us a reason in this story. But I've been wondering if they did it because of fear. 
Maybe fear of doing the wrong thing, which I'll dip into a little bit on Tuesday's sermon. Or was it fear of, I don't know, maybe the robbers coming back? Did they look up and down the road? Did they look into the hills or the trees and begin to wonder, am I next? Will they come for me too? Maybe I should get going. Maybe I should avoid this person, keep my distance. I wonder if they let fear motivate them to do the wrong thing. Because it's easy to give in to fear, especially when it's not our family, not our kith and kin who need our help. I wonder, are we feeling fear just now? Is fear causing us to be poor neighbours? I'm not saying we should ignore the government guidance, so let's be clear on that. We do have to reduce our social contact, which is why I'm self-isolating now. And we do that to keep our more vulnerable members healthy and safe. So please follow the guidance. But have you seen the pictures in the news, the newspaper, online of empty shop shelves? Have you struggled to get food and essentials yourself? I wonder if part of the stockpiling is motivated by fear. And if it is, we are then allowing fear to impact how we treat others. We are being poor neighbours because of fear, rather than showing care to others like the Good Samaritan did. So what's the antidote to fear? Well, I want to take you back to the start of the story. Because Jesus told the parable in response to a question he was asked. And in that conversation, we hear that we have to love God with all that we are. Boys and girls, can you remember the four things that Jesus said we have to love God with all? With all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, and with all our strength. That's right. Good job. And we have to love our neighbours. And Jesus agrees that these are two very important things to do. Love God and love our neighbour. But I think he might be saying something else in these verses. I think Jesus is saying that loving God and loving our neighbour are connected. They go hand in hand. And we can, of course, be very loving to other people without God. But all of us have moments when fear or selfishness make us behave as poor neighbours. If we love God, if we pursue a relationship with God, then God promises to help us, to change us. To give us strength and wisdom and grace. As we love God, as we learn of his love for us, it changes us. And in another part of the Bible, we're reminded that perfect love drives out fear. Only God has perfect love. So the antidote to fear is to know God's perfect love. And we get to know God's love by loving him through prayer, through reading the Bible, spending time with God. So in these months of of isolation, why not invest some time in those things? Why not get into reading the Bible? You might download the Lectio 365 app. I found it really useful. You might begin by starting to read the book of Luke, for example. You might keep tuning in to Sunday morning worship with us here at Brighton's Parish Church. You could join in the Tuesday evening sermon, the Thursday prayer time. There are so many ways that you can invest in your relationship with God. Because there really is a God out there. 
He really is with us in all the fear and uncertainty. We might in these times wonder whether God cares for us. We might in these times scoff at the idea of there being a God. But 2,000 years ago, God showed up. He was born in a manger, grew into a man, and that man set his face towards Jerusalem. He willingly journeyed towards his death for love of me and love of you. And Jesus knows all about fear. In the garden of Gethsemane, he feared what was coming. He feared dying on the cross. But he did not let fear stop him. He did not let fear make him a poor neighbour. Instead, for love of you and love of me, for love of his Father, Jesus carried on towards Jerusalem to secure for us a living hope. Friends, in these difficult times, God is with us. He knows our fears, but he calls us to keep loving our neighbours well and through loving him to know his perfect love for each of us, a perfect love which can drive out all fear. May it be so. Amen.